how you doing? I hope you're well, and welcome to the Light of Speed podcast, where we shed light on the goodness within and the goodness of others by becoming our authentic selves so that we can shine. I am your host, Dr. Felicia Speed, a life coach and social worker. And today, I want to talk about the beauty of being present. Because what I'm realizing is that in a world that is full of 50 million zillion (laughs) distractions from TVs to the Oscars to CNN to Ukraine to MSNBC to Fox News to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and that's not counting the 30,000 thoughts running through our minds at the same time. We are so inundated with external stimuli that oftentimes I feel we are in complete overload before we can have an introspective moment, before we can even process what we just heard or what we just saw or what we just, you know, what what happened. Now, I'm not going to go on a rant, at least not right now. (laughs) about what we need to do with all these distractions. Because to be honest, I'm not going to give too much of my time on my short episode to talk about it. What I do want to talk about and bring light to is the beauty of being present. I was recently sitting beside one of my favorite nephews who, if he could crawl into my skin... (laughs) He would. And while we were sitting beside each other, I was coloring, doing my little paint by numbers on my iPad. And he was on his iPad playing his games. And lately, he plays these little robot games, something called the metaverse or something. I digress. But I can tell that he's doing something educational on there, which is always nice. But he got to a point while sitting beside me that he wanted to, like, engage with me. And how I know this is because I was almost done with my masterpiece of paint with numbers. And he just started calling my name, auntie, 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 to the point he grabbed my face and looked at me straight in my eyes and said, I'm talking to you. Well, actually, he didn't get it. He he gets his words backwards. So he was saying he actually said to you, I'm talking. (laughs) And it was at that moment that I realized we both had become so engulfed in our technology that we had forgotten something that could have been lost and that was simply our presence with each other. So at that moment, I grabbed the ball and threw it to him while counting and he threw it back to me. Then I started kicking the ball and about pulled a muscle, but that that's besides the point. I decided at that moment I was being present with him and he was present with me. Yes, it may sound simple, but guess what? A few days later, we were sitting there and I'm on my phone and he's on his tablet and he says, auntie, let's play ball again. And at that moment, I realized he had a memory. Yes, he remembered. And as I get older, as I get older, I find memories to be more precious than ever before. Do you know why I say that? Because I remember sitting on my grandma's porch around my nephew's age, eating cornbread and turnip grains. Mm. Lord have mercy, I can almost taste the butter mixed with the vinegar. 
Oh my gosh, it was so good. With a cup of water and a slice of lemon. And for dessert, I was able to get a few butter mints from the candy dish. But I remember her going through her hymnal, singing one song after another while we were there with her friend. Now, I don't know if this man was her boyfriend or not, but he looked like he was about 150 years old. And in my mind, I called him Mr. Ben, even though I don't even know if that was his name. And his hands were full of knots and wrinkles from the life he had lived and the labor and the work he had done. See, I had a memory because in that moment at the age of three or four, I was present. So I concluded you cannot have a memory if you are not willing to be present. So this is what concerns me and at the same time has rejuvenated me to the degree that I just want to bring it to the forefront. I want to shed light on if we want to create memories, we must first be willing to sacrifice all of the many distractions, all of our thoughts to be present. Because I'm thinking, if I can remember over 40 years ago, sitting on my grandma's porch on Southside, then what if my nephew will remember playing kickball with me or playing on the swings in the backyard? What if he remembers long after I'm gone that he spent time with his auntie? And that is what leads me to put down my phone, leave TikTok, and take a second, a minute to create a memory with those I love. So I want you to think about it. And when we get back from the break, I want to talk a little bit more about the power of being present. Welcome back. And I hope you had a, just a brief moment to travel down memory lane and think of a fond memory that you had. And I hope you realized that the reason that you have that memory is because you were present. Now, while reading about the power of being present, I came across this amazing article in Psychology Today by Michael Farmica, who shared this old Zen saying, chop wood, carry water. And when I looked at it, what you, I was like, what you mean, chop wood, carry water? Well, you can't do both of them at the same time. You either going to have to chop the wood or you're going to have to carry the water. And face it, we are not that great at multitasking. What we are capable of is handling a bunch of tasks quickly or mixing automatic tasks with those that are not so automatic. And even then, we're really not that great. Did you know that NTSB reports that texting while driving is the functional equivalent of driving with a blood alcohol level three times the legal limit? You just can't effectively attend to two things at once, even the superficially automatic ones. So how do we stay present? Well, he recommended that we first need to recognize that we really can only do one thing at a time and give that one thing all that we have, whether it's writing that email, working on that project, having an important conversation, because most of our time is spent in the past or the future and rarely the present. 
And what we end up doing is passing through that moment on the way to something else. And in doing so, we miss the moment. And that's how life ends up passing us by. And we do it to ourselves because we have a tendency first to rehearse our past over and over. Even though it's done, it's set in stone, it's immutable, it's unchangeable. Yes, we are going to have memories and think about the past, but it does not need, need mean that it needs to be on repeat. You know how you find a good song and you put it on repeat. I do that all the time. Even now on YouTube, they have songs that are pre-recorded loops. They're pre-recorded. So your past does not need to be like a repeated loop that runs for an hour. But it needs to be one track that you listen to every now and then when you feel the notion or when it's important to remember it because it's going to help you with something in your present. And your perspective of the past or your relationship with the past should be healthy and not toxic. And that's when therapy could really help you with that. So no, I'm not going to give you that answer. That's for therapy. But you do need to have a different perspective of your past. Your past, is it true? Yes. Did it happen? Yes. But does it have to control your present or your future? Absolutely not. Also, when thinking about our future, anticipating the future can also be problematic, even futile, because no matter how much we like to convince ourselves otherwise, we can't really control the direction in which things are going. We can set an intention, but in the end, we don't control it. Staying present then means staying here, right here. And there are a few simple steps that can truly lead us to the experience of profound attention and direct experience of the moment that we're in. And so when I came across another work by Tony Robinson, he really, not Robinson, but Tony Robbins, he shared how it works. In our everyday life, we are always going to find our minds wondering. I mean, it can be difficult to be in the moment when you have a full schedule or other things on your mind. But being present or mindful, do you know that it can boost your memory, increase your focus and reduce stress? That's why they try to get us to breathe because they're trying to get us to reduce our stress and to be able to focus. And most of all, learning how to be present will help you live with passion and purpose See, if you're not experiencing each moment of your day, are you truly spending your time wisely? Robbins even said, if you're in your head, you're dead. Now that kind of scared me. I was like, what you trying to say? But what he's saying is, if you're not enjoying what's happening around you and are instead wrapped up in your to-do list or worried about the past and the future, then you're not really living at all. And when I read that, I truly began to understand what I've been hearing for several years, that there is a difference between living and existing. See, existing, you're just like those robots in my nephew's metaverse game, just moving from one task to another. 
only thinking of what's next. But living, yes, living is about engaging in meaningful conversation. It's about tasting the flavor of the meal you just cooked or even picked up from your favorite place. It's truly taking in that hug from one of your closest friends where you're not only able to feel their heartbeat, but you're able to feel their heart. And I'm sorry. I was just thinking of a hug from someone who's no longer here on this earth. And I actually can still smell their fragrance. And I am so grateful for this memory because in that moment, even though I can't feel the heartbeat, I can still feel the heart. But also the power of being present gives inspiration. Like if you know what you want to do, but you just need a breakthrough in life. It's about being present, being able to identify what it is you really want to work on. It's like in that moment, you clear out an empty room or two while cleaning. You find the treasure called an idea that was hidden under those tasks and those to do lists. And that's why those those who practice mindfulness, like I said, encourage breathing. Because it sends in the wind, it sends wind into those rooms to blow out the clutter. And you know what? It's time to find that idea. It's time to clean out some rooms in your mind. Because I am of the belief that we are all creative beings. Just because you're not an actress or an actor or a painter or a writer or a singer doesn't mean you're not creative. You have ideas, you have some thoughts and dreams and desires that can only become visualized when you are present. And it's time for you to live your best, not your existence. You want to live your best life. Now, by being an active participant in your life, instead of a bystander, You are about to feel a greater sense of purpose in your actions and connectedness to those around you. And when you think about it, you realize that finding more joy in your everyday life is of the best reason. And it's the best reason to be present. Now, how can we start? Well, let's start today. Let's first replace those self-sabotaging habits like checking your phone constantly. I remember a few years ago while in Florida in business, my phone completely died and I couldn't get a replacement until I returned. And when I tell you that was such a memorable and peaceful trip, I couldn't take a picture of the sunset. All I could do is take it in with my own eyes. I couldn't check my emails constantly or play games. So I had some of the best conversations and I still remember them. Now, your phone doesn't have to die for you to unplug for a few hours. Also, when you feel your mind wandering or getting overloaded, take a moment to notice your surroundings and ask yourself why you're having trouble staying focused. Close your eyes and notice the sounds and the smells and the objects around you. Put on some music to help you focus. You can even write down a few things that you're grateful for to tether you to this specific moment in time. Yes, 
I know our minds get full of the mistakes of yesterday or the worries of tomorrow, but I encourage you to release your past. Let tomorrow take care of itself so that you can experience this gift called the present. There are memories to be made and captured, and it will only happen when you are present. I guarantee you, years from now, you will be grateful you put down your phone. You'll be grateful you cut down the TV and had a few good laughs with your friends, that you stopped cleaning to play with your kids, or that you simply sat outside to feel the wind rustle against your skin while birds fly to a warmer place. Yes, yes, love, it is time for you to be present. You deserve it. You're worthy of it. Those around you are worthy of your time and you being present. And I believe we all can start today. Well, that's all we have time for today. And we will pick up next week on Wisdom Wednesday. And in the meantime, please take a moment to connect, to love, to laugh. And encourage others to join our journey by subscribing in whatever platform they use, such as Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Captivate. Also, The Light of Speed can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where I share weekly inspirations to compel us to grow. I would love to hear from you, so please join and inbox me on The Light of Speed Facebook page. Special thanks to The Light of Speed team, Captivate and music by It's What Are by Pixabay. Until next time, keep shining, love. Just